0: Okay. Sweet.
1: Um, 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 you know um, what's not sweet? Uh, tell me everything
0: else. Oh, mm. oh, 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 that's mm. true. Welcome to the It Is Nigh podcast. That was your host, Harrison Stewart, and this is your host, Chris Wyden. And hey, uh, hey, a man. building collapse in Miami this morning, and the world mm. around you is slowly ending. I Yay. hope we didn't just lose all of our listeners.
1: For the world, I think they know that. That's oh, why
0: they're true. Here. it is not. We're here, they're <laughs> here to
1: right. They're here to bitch about the end of the world with us.
0: Hey, I do love that. Is I've that I've noticed TikTok has has figured out that that's my favorite kind of content now. So I is, keep is getting these, yeah, I keep getting <laughs> these like TikToks that are like variations on the meme of people at job interviews being like, asked, like, what are you going to do? What do you like hope for yourself in five years? And like people being uh-huh. like, oh, well, you know, I'm not really going to make plans until after the revolution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I imagine when you said like doomsday TikTok, I, I was imagining like, you know, some cute C B S like, doom doom doom. and so i'm being like how to end the world in four easy steps number one stockpile nukes.
0: (laughs) harrison you need to make this tiktok before someone else does when we publish this
1: (laughs) that can be that can be our little that can be our little uh our little foyer into tiktokery
0: oh my god actually though and everyone listening this (laughs) is not this is not a we're not making this up in advance this is on Isn't the spot bit. right now <laughs> well, i'm bit, serious <laughs> i mean it is a bit but i'm kind of serious you should like shoot like we should decide what we're gonna say and each shoot our own videos yeah. and i'll just edit it together in five minutes and put it on tiktok we'll make a little excellent. it is night thing it'll be fun
1: excellent that's what everybody was just chomping at the bit for they're like fellas <laughs> the podcast is a hit it is it's gone quadruple platinum there's nowhere else to go. How do you reinvent yourselves? And meanwhile, and we're over in the corner, like both chewing on some
0: toothpicks. <laughs> well, we're really trying to on. diversify our content uh, yeah. production and our uh, <laughs> and our general reach and audience. So two uh, think- words,
1: motherfuckers. <laughs> and duck.
0: We both do well, like we're... a little clock motion with our forefingers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can y'all never do that again? Oh, we're never going to stop doing it now. We've got a taste for it. Uh, we're we're, we're TikTokers.
0: I think the biggest we could ever dream for, which is why we're not actually trying to do this as a career, but if we ever <laughs> were to succeed, it would be like uh-huh. by accident in our 50s that we just like yes. somebody discovers. In like a memey way that by happenstance we've just been doing this for 30 years.
1: <laughs> so. Hey, I saw those guys get crucified on the steps of the Capitol. <laughs> you told me they had a, a podcast?
0: Yay! Every week for 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> we will not be silenced! <laughs> like no they're crucifying
1: me for public defecation it actually has nothing to do with the revolution
0: yeah it was the revolutionaries <laughs> who crucified us? us they were like these guys keep shitting everywhere in our camps and we can't have that they're just
1: they're just shitting they're just they're just pooping everywhere so much poo so much fiber i don't
0: i mean i'm pro freedom as much that. as anybody but there's a limit <laughs>
1: uh it's good. it's a good world Ooh, and I, and I said my, a But world.
0: to go back to the Miami thing real quick uh if you know anyone you know positive vibes, positive thoughts, we hope not too many people are dead. I know that one person at this time is confirmed uh yes. dead, but hopefully no more and if there are more very few more people um, yes
1: and absolutely rest in peace to that person i will say it's kind of wild seeing the pictures that it's only one you know know. that's not good that's not good i'm not i'm not
0: i mean miami is a a city for those of you who don't know that's famous for flooding when there are no clouds in the sky so So like this is a place where honestly all of their buildings probably need to be checked because I bet those foundations are mush. Like can't yeah. be can't be a safe place to be in so a part of the building. The yeah, so close, close to the, the beach. Yeah, so close to the beach and constant flooding. Like y'all, I like how Miami for There's being. There's literally
1: a thing in your holy book about not building on sand, and then you're like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Harrison, I don't think the people of Miami are generally Holy Book concerned. (laughs) That's fair. Not the branding of that town.
1: But Lord knows that's the branding of the fucking state. Jesus Christ. Did you see uh, DeSantis, like, passing that, like... I don't know if it's an executive order. I need to look into it more. But, like, it's basically, like, testing high schoolers to see what they believe.
0: It's like, excuse me? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, he's doing, like, he's literally doing, like, cultural, like, ideological, like, testing. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Which is, which is great, because for as much as they hate communists, they sure do use their playbook a lot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? That, That is, that is some USSR fucking uh chinese is pro- i mean take your pick they, i mean yeah this,
0: it's Mao's... all over the place but
1: authoritarianism <laughs> is the is the through line uh, <sighs> throughout that which is just making me more and more convinced that like desantis really is i i and i've hated to admit because he's such a smarmy douchebag i don't want to give him credit for anything yeah but he's going to be tomorrow's fight oh. like that's that's he's going to be a major player on the national stage and everything needs to be done To stop this authoritarian little douche nozzle from going any further in anything ever. Just Just put him in a box.
0: Right? Put him in the boo box. Put him in the boo box. The boo box. (laughs) (laughs) Not the boo box. Not the boo box. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was listening to something where they, like, generally reference the idea of a boo box. And it blew my (laughs) mind that anyone could refer to a boo box without referring to the movie Hook, which this person did. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what?
1: That's the only point of reference that I have for that. Well, that and we had something very uh, similar uh, in college when I was pledging. It was just a small... Box, yeah, anyway, I mean, I don't, the, I don't think Hook you invented Do that's Glenn thing. Close?
0: Wait, what? That's Glenn Close.
1: Glenn Close is the actor who plays the pirate that gets put in the boo box. Wait, really? It's Glenn Close.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> I found that out Are this you week. telling me that after she was in Fatal Attraction, Glenn yes. Close played a lesser role in the same movie as Bob Hoskins? <laughs> That
1: is correct. And, and, and she donned an incredible beard to play a sniveling whelp of a uh, of a uh, pirate who goes in the brew box.
0: Like she had won uh, an Oscar at this point. Yeah, won an Oscar. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, this movie is delightful. I
1: must be a part of this." <laughs> to be uh,
0: fair, right, It is delightful. She's right,
1: and she's right. I did I didn't. I got all the way to adulthood before I found out that they're they're. There are serious human beings out there that don't like that movie. I, and I find that hard to believe.
0: I also... Rea- it's like, I, what I've did never, you
1: take issue with?
0: <laughs> I've never met someone in the flesh, but I saw that the movie is like very mixed reviews online. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, how does this movie have mixed reviews? Like, it's the I don't most... don't know. It is like a perfect textbook. All right, we're, we got to get to the news, but it's a great movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen Hook. I would love Hook. <laughs> check oh, it just out
1: yeah <laughs> ron DeSantis, fascist of the future uh um... i
0: agree that we should be scared of him it annoys me that america's fascists keep being just like the frattiest like whiniest little men like mm-hmm. i don't not that like fascists are good and i like oh i, I just want a handsome fascist but like I feel like other country fascists tend to have like a little something going for them and for us they're just yeah. like frat boys like it's just so yeah. lame
1: yeah <laughs> it's just like people who have had everything already given to them and like i mean you know obviously i fucking hate mussolini but like dude had style nothing. uh like, yeah like i mean at the end of the day he didn't work for it. These fuckers have just handed everything on a silver platter. the I'm gonna be an angry little bitch about <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, oh, don't right, do okay. that. Uh, but yeah, so like in conjunction with like banning uh, uh, critical race theory, which we'll get back to a few little weeks teaser. ago, like there there's basically like uh, under the guise of quote unquote intellectual freedom. <laughs> He's, like, mandating that, uh, which this is just so wild, he's mandating that college students, like, in public universities there, like, take this test, this, like, alignment test, basically, (laughs) like, to, like, figure out what they think. I think with the goal being of, like, trying to prove that, like, oh, wow, look at this, like, after they've been there for four years, they get, like, further left whoa what does that mean it must mean that they're being indoctrinated or they're learning how to think
0: possibly
1: i don't know that sounds like as good a reason as any
0: it's like the end the idea that like giving a test like admin a test like that administered by the state right and being like
1: oh like multiple choice like
0: (laughs) yeah What are you doing man it's just like this is transparently like evil <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: and this is from like the same people that like on and this is why you can't trust them when they say that they care about indoctrination because they don't they care about it being their indoctrination
0: i mean yeah the answer is like, they that's do. what they want
1: <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's it's oh man because like it's just it's always the case that out of one side of their mouth they're like i want freedom why are you making kids take tests at which they must declare how they feel about things to make sure they feel good about the right
0: things? (laughs) Uh, It's like, I want everyone to be free. (laughs) But like... If if a if a, if a little girl wants to play soccer and she's oh. got a penis, then that yeah. kind of freedom's not cool even though yeah. they're all children and their athletic abilities are the same. like yeah. yeah the shittiest soccer player, boy or girl at the age of 12 is probably equivalent in the grade as well as boy or girl best soccer player. like
1: <laughs> well and that is that is the one I mean, I will not give Trump credit for this because, like, it happened as a result of him,
0: oh, not yeah. by
1: any any of his own agency. But, like, it did reveal once and for all that there's no room for libertarianism within the Republican Party, nor is that a concept that they are actually interested in. Um, you know, it's just like this, oh, we believe in freedom. You don't. You really, really fucking don't. <laughs> the only times they are interested in freedom is when it's the freedom for a corporation to be a person. That's That's it. That's the only time. And then you have these adorable little schemes that you cook up to convince the working class, angry white folk that uh, that they're actually, their real enemy is not the guy whose thumb they live under. It's it's, that CRT stuff. That's what we don't want. That's what we gotta crucify.
0: God, but is, I think uh, don't we have one our...
1: more story before we? Uh, before oh we yeah, yeah. Well, race. let's uh,
0: let's do a let's do a quick hop back and forth because we can go from, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I think yeah. We'll hit a. Let's talk about the oil pipeline and then we can talk about the the We the People Act.
1: <laughs> oh, delicious. Speaking of freedoms, only matter when there's when there's a financial incentive. Chris, take it away. So I don't know about that.
0: So this, this one's one to me. similar yeah similar to the Keystone pipeline uh just, oh. <laughs> just because uh, a terrible right just because we we were able to convince the like one dude which again shouldn't shouldn't have one dude in charge but once everyone was able to convince <laughs> Biden to like not do the Keystone pipeline we're we're mm. not doing it anymore so great now oh, wow. we have still a Canadian company <laughs> trying to build a pipeline in the U S but it's a replacement pipeline. And this is called line three, the word line, like you would draw from point to point line Mm -hmm. three pipeline, which is being built through indigenous territories. And the old pipeline was also built on a similar route. What's different (sighs) is that this replacement pipeline is not going in the same place as the other pipeline. Instead, this pipeline, which is being built because of why? Oh, the same reason every pipeline is built because there was another one that got leaky because they all get leaky eventually. So, this new one is being built over waterways used primarily ooh, ooh. by indigenous groups.
1: <laughs> they are,
0: and of course, like this isn't getting that much news, but like people, activists led mostly by like different, you know, indigenous leaders are you know going in young people going in chaining themselves to gear holding you know giant parties in the path of where they're going to build which like good because this thing shouldn't be built also we need to stop building fucking pipelines because they are always a disaster there has never been a pipeline built that hasn't become a disaster or is not on track to become a disaster
1: right and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna just take a bold stance here real quick we can we can build pipelines sure (laughs) But it must go through the backyards of the people who approve it. It has to go just straight through. <laughs> it has to zigzag all around to whatever nonsense shape it has to be. But you have to give up your own shit. Because isn't that the bottom line? You're just fine to take it away from How How utterly insulting also. And, I mean, it's coincidence. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because, like... You know, if you look hard enough, there's always a story about indigenous groups being just absolutely fucked (laughs) uh, by every government—not not 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 just the United States. Colonization. The very week that there were like what several hundred bodies discovered, like unmarked graves discovered at a a, at a residential school in Canada.
0: Yeah, I mean, so just like you're you're
1: already dr like drudging up the past of of like, oh yeah, we've been fucking these people over for generations and then to and then to just be like, yeah, but we can keep doing it. You know, <laughs> like not only not only are we just totally unconcerned with with taking care of, you know, righting the wrongs of the past, we're not even gonna let that affect our opinions of the present. Yeah. And that's wild. And it's also i so i i I actually did hear about this story but i think i caught like the tail end of it um where like a tribal leader was talking about how like even if you do want to make amends later down the road there are just some things that like can't like what are you going to put that mountaintop back (laughs) are you going to fucking are you going to restore the course of a river what like like you you're so thoroughly fucking it to the point that what's gonna happen is when people are finally angry enough to say something about it, you're just like, Well there's not there's nothing that we can do. Uh, no- well you could have fucking not done it in the first place. <laughs> that's I mean that's number one. But number two, I hate how they keep doing this bullshit where <laughs> they 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 say that they're just replacing a pipeline when what they're doing is building an entirely new pipeline. Yeah. That like uses hardly any of the same infrastructure that has already fucked a whole other section and you're just like well you know we thoroughly screwed the pooch on that on to the next place
0: like, oh let's that's not let's the transport the same learned. oil the same distance but over different
1: lands the same way <laughs> the same way uh that is evidently inevitably going to end up fucking leaking and causing incredible damage to the environment and to just like the general headspace of of native populations. I have to I think
0: mean... that like and I don't know if anyone's done this. I I'm I'm hoping somebody has. I won't assume that somebody has. But like mm. I would I would think the cost of losing the amount of oil you lose via uh-huh. pipeline which Is pretty, like, it's a lot. Like, most pipelines get leaky, and when they get leaky, pipelines travel through the middle of nowhere, so nobody knows for months to years. And you just have shit spilling out of them. Like, for the amount of money lost in that process alone and in building the pipeline, would it not have been cheaper? And if you do have a big leak, the environmental cleanup that the company Mm -hmm. then owes. So it's just like, would it not have been cheaper to just transport it from the source via you know and obviously transporting it via truck probably uses a lot of gas as well but like i don't know is it is it actually cheaper to have a pipeline is really the question
1: absolutely there that like there's no like the, the the amount that you would need to transport it by like truck or even if you had like a fucking carrier to do it there's nothing that's going to compare to the cost-effectiveness of uh, a pipeline, which is why they keep doing it. I mean, like, it is the cheap... And, and, and also, like, I mean, yeah, it's fine and good every time that the government says, like, we're going to make them pay for it. I mean, has Duke Energy really paid for dumping coal ash?
0: Yeah, I don't like, think
1: yeah. so. Yeah, I'm sure that they've given, like, a few million. But, like, that's that's pump change to them. <laughs> That's a chump change, and it also does nothing. Like, I mean, it pales in comparison to the amount of, like, tax dollars that are going into cleaning the shit up. So, I mean, like, yeah, quite frankly, I do think that they are already calculating the failure of this thing into their cost-benefit analysis, and at the end of the day, it's just not going to fuck them over. It will cause fuckery, fuckery that ripples out and touches many, many lives and ruins lots of shit, but it's not going to be them. It's not going to be the shareholders. It's not going to be the people that are actually making yeah. the decisions in these giant companies it's because all... we have a system specifically designed to protect them.
0: It's true. I, and what always bum, I, I guess an element, and this is just the, the dystopian future. Oh, you're bummed on this
1: show? No way. I know.
0: Right. <laughs> but like. The dystopian futurist element the of is bummed by the pipeline almost more so, not only because of the sheer stupidity in the present mm-hmm. with the past having happened <laughs> right. in terms of, like, just pipeline and oil spills and why aren't there regulations, et cetera, et cetera mm-hmm. but also just the future. Like, I am a pretty firm believer yeah. at this point, and I think it's been made clear on this show— that I don't think this country is going to be a country by the time I'm dead. So like, so what happens then to all of that type of stuff? That's the shit that's like we build, we allow this stuff to get built, and we are not Mm -hmm. taking care of the surroundings. We're not taking generally infrastructure, but also our cultural infrastructure enough to make sure that we'll be able to be around to maintain it, and then it will leak, and then no one's coming to fix it. And then it's just damaging the land and people who live there in the future. And it becomes a problem on a whole unimaginable scale that we don't even (laughs) think about right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people don't think about the collapse of society meaning so much more after the collapse. Because if we have no good, easy systems in place, we're just fucked. We have nuclear power everywhere and oil and, like... (laughs) God, we're, oh man, it's going to be so we're, bad. We're,
1: I mean, we're thoroughly burned. The only, the only thing that I'll say to the counter of that is that like the pipeline is a good example. There is going to come a time where it's just like, these things are shut down and like, they're just gathering dust, rust out in the middle of nowhere. But as far as other things that are of value, that those are the only things that are going to be protected right? I mean, when shit really starts hitting the fan, and I mean, we see it, we see it kind of small time in like all these protests and stuff. Uh, when shit turns violent,
0: they protect the property
1: where they protect the property, they protect the property that's on a small scale, but it's also on a big scale when it comes to like the ways that our laws protect, you know, major interests. (laughs) Yeah. Property over people, property over people. But then also just like, just, I mean the second that anyone's wallet is going to start hurting that's when they're going to mobilize the troops to to protect it. So I mean like frankly I think the pipelines are going to be just fine. Honestly <laughs> I think that they're going to Good point. Cuz they would rather spend the money to like post, you know, a bunch of armed thugs along it to protect it than they would just spend the money to find out how to do it you know in a more effective way that'll cost a little more. And I guess if it we're won't being it
0: be realistic like after if if every, if everything comes down to such a degree that there aren't like systems to run it anymore, there won't be oil in the pipe anyway. So there's also that. Maybe,
1: maybe not. I mean because again, I think that the systems that will remain will be the ones that that
0: Well, yeah, I'm talking about at a certain the point they are just going to say but yeah, oh, oh, oh. In, like, in like
1: assuming like an actual, like full societal. No, yeah. No.
0: And I, but I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I think the, the collapse will result in, in weird city states and, and various national, you know, entities and like some random, like no go zones and shit. But and coalition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Texas is going to be its own country again, for sure. That's almost a guarantee at this point to me. <laughs> It will be. They're there'll setting be up for it so areas. hard. <laughs> yeah,
1: there'll be a lot of areas out in the Midwest that have like confederacies, not not like the Confederacy, yeah. like like a system of government in which they are loosely reliant on each other. Uh, you know, the type of government that we tried in the United States before the Constitution that it first didn't fucking time. work, so we abandoned that shit. <laughs> right? Like, God, it's it's not. That is something that is just wild to me about those all those people that are still like the CSA would have worked. It like, wasn't.
0: It, no, it
1: really, really wasn't. <laughs> now I know you fuckers like money. Check this out. Uh, it was hemorrhaging money. <laughs> My God, they, 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 they were going to implode financially long before they were going to like actually win. Uh, a defensive war, and also they got their asses kicked. They did. In a they got defensive their asses war, handed What's... to them. In a defensive war! <laughs> that's, that's,
0: like,
1: you have the high ground! Uh, that's neither here nor there. You wanna... You wanna Let's it, talk it, about
0: a... the We the People act and then Critical... move on to the main oh, subject. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, so, I'm gonna, gonna let you one. carry carry the We the People intro, since I did line three, and then, and then we can segue in to the gop fun time we're having today
1: yeah uh this is still part of the gop fun time make no mistake well i kind of, uh, of blame of biden GOP... for the pipeline
0: as well though i want to point that out <laughs> be That's angry fair. at biden we can
1: also we can also we can also fully point the finger at biden for not being um in the yeah especially especially with when it comes to the We the People Act, which is not like that's the thing about it. It's not doing anything extra like like conservatives are saying they're like, oh, it's trying to like take away states' rights. No, 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 no. no. Motherfucker, we settled this back in the sixties with the Civil Rights Act. Then <laughs> you gutted it in the nineties, just completely took away its teeth for the federal government to have any say when the states were just very obviously and maliciously undermining voting rights uh and all this would do is give it back the power that it's supposed to fucking have anyway
0: and and it would it would have addressed one ma- well two major problems that had not been addressed previously which are campaign finance and gerrymandering which oh my god those oh. elements alone were huge to me just like even if the rest of it hadn't gone through which the rest of it needs to happen also it all needs to happen but just fixing gerrymandering and like imposing actual campaign finance rules would be just enormous like that would people who were never able to run for office before would have been able to run for office (laughs) it would have changed everything
1: Well, and I mean, like, that was in in all the time I spent in politics, which was, mind you, for for most of it, was on the financial side, was on the fundraising side. Yeah. And in that time, I became convinced that that is the biggest, the, the, that's the, that's it, man. (laughs) Like, that's, that's what it, that's what it boils down to, is that, like, you can't have these situations, these pay, pay to play situations, which is what they are. Uh, legally, I can get in trouble for saying that, but fuck it. I mean, it it it. <laughs> you know, if it looks like a dog and it barks like a fucking dog, <laughs> um, it, it like <laughs> all that they're doing is prettying it up. They're putting lipstick on the pig by having these like big events where all the corporate lobbyists show up and you pay for a ticket to, oh, I don't know, let's say a golf tournament. (gasps) Oh, well they're not they're not paying to influence shit. Right? Wrong, motherfucker. What they're paying for is time in the future with the the speakers of the houses and and the fucking leaders of the parties so that they can sit down and also so that they can have a direct line.
0: Yeah, so they can I have further
1: seen it (laughs) yeah. I have further seen it happen on the flip side to where like veiled threats have been made
0: where it's like,
1: <laughs> what? yeah, where it's like, uh, where it's like you're calling for a donation and then it's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to give to you like this cycle. You you know, you're a little, you're a little kind of hot right now. Uh, I think we're just going to cool off. And then the person just being like, well, don't call me in the spring when you have legislative items, click. And it's like, God damn it! Like, if that's not pay to play, what is?
0: That's insane. What is? So literally, the politician was like, "Well, if you're not gonna give me money, then I guess I just won't write the law the way you want it." Was like literally their attitude. Yeah. God, it's it ha- it's and so and it, and it
1: happens, but it happens a lot. It's just it happens so a lot.
0: bald. It's not even dressed up in yeah. euphemism. That no. dis- like, I I don't know. they I guess being being from north carolina i'm just used to people even even in private dressing up mm. you know something something bad or malicious with euphemisms the idea that they wouldn't right. even do that
1: <laughs> is insane right. well well and, and, and like i mean of course you know if if like if they were ever questioned on it, that didn't happen and of then course. i mean quite frankly the 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 i'll tell you after the show who it was but the oh, the, okay. the Company or the corporation that was being strong-armed, Juicy. they're not going to admit it either, because like the they, they it, it's it's mutually assured destruction.
0: Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. <laughs> the only way, so, you like break even the though, law is if you admit it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is also so, uh... just a bad idea for how to write a law.
1: <laughs> it is, it is, man. But like it, it. I mean, like that's the only way that shit gets done. And like it sounds so mundane and basic. But like it's it's because you've got like all these little loopholes that people are trained to seek out and exploit. One of which I actually wrote my uh, my senior thesis on, uh, and the Supreme Court just ruled on it. Oh, uh, I was yeah. They they like in their ruling they cited a lot of the research that I was like basing uh, <laughs> oh, my <cool>. research on. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's really good. It's a it's a little loophole in tax law with uh, something called 501c4s, which are uh, social welfare programs, which are very ill-defined. It has to do with dark money. It's it's complicated. We'll get into it uh, another time. But the the you're right. That is what, what one of the biggest parts of the We the People Act is that it was at least seeking to start some of those conversations. It didn't in my yeah, I wasn't gonna view, solve, go far but... enough.
0: But, but no, it was going to be the but, first campaign finance law in like what 20, 30, 40 years.
1: <laughs> the first major one, yeah. Like... I mean, like, there have there been like little small attempts to tweak things here and there to like no real avail. But the it, some people have argued that the thing was too big, right? That like there was no way that you were going to push this package through yeah um like all of this stuff at one time like maybe they should have focused more on the john lewis act which did focus more on uh on the voting rights act and seeking to restore that kind of kind of take them one at a time uh i'm not sure how good of an argument i find that to be because the fact of the matter is if you're looking at the clock we're running out of time in this legislative session
0: oh yeah i mean like well, and I after mean... the july Frankly, like, I I am not surprised that Mitch McConnell comes out and says this week, like, yeah, we're not going to vote for this, for the For the People Act, and here's why, and his reason is some stupid thing that has to do with the tradition of the Senate, which it always is when he wants to be racist. Right, right, and right, then, <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, sure, he says his thing. I'm just like, how... I guess there was a part of me that was like, I hate, I hate you, mansion, and I hate you, cinema. But I mm -hmm. thought that when it became clear that the Republicans Mm -hmm. were not going to compromise and that it was their fault that no compromise was happening, that you guys would decide to do the right thing and push it and end the filibuster and all this shit. And instead, they're just like handing over our democracy, basically.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, and that is that is the absolute delicious thing about what uh, McConnell is doing here and what all Republicans are doing yeah. here, is that they're sitting there using the argument quite effectively. I hate how well it's working and how many people are fully buying into it hook, line, and sinker, to the point that I even hear, like, NPR asking questions about. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop, Stop that. You're taking the bait. <laughs> but the argument being that, like, eliminating the filibuster would destroy uh, bipartisanship. It's like, oh my God, look around you. <laughs> it, it has been dead, motherfucker. We held the eulogy and the funeral years ago. Mitch McConnell, Where have you're you were the been? assassin.
0: <laughs> you're, you're the one holding the goddamn gun. It's still smoking. I can see it. I can see it.
1: And you said they're going, well, 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 I don't know how much this is going to actually help. And also, like, you know, let's, li- let's, I do really, really, really. If, 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 if the one thing that I think would actually convince me to write an essay style thing to share on the show uh, would be about the filibuster because it is so wildly misunderstood. And, and they keep talking about the history of it. Motherfucker, you're not using it how it was used historically. Historically, you had to hold the floor <laughs> to stop a vote. And you, had to, you had to sit there and you had to debate endlessly until you ran out the clock. They're not even doing that anymore. Which They're definitely... using a special kind of like filibuster that's basically a, like a no-show. And what it does is it disallows for any debate at all. It's no debate. Insane. No, sir. We will not defend our positions. We won't even show up to say why we think what we think. Fuck you, fuck you, Mitch McConnell. Fuck, I mean, fuck. Frankly, fuck, fuck every single person in the Republican caucus. Yes, Murkowski. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting on your ass. Frankly. Oh no. I, I, I know, mean, I... here's.
0: I'm happy when Murkowski decides to not be the worst, but that doesn't make me like her. <laughs> like the no. she's still the worst ninety-nine (laughs) percent of the time (laughs) right right exact
1: exactly in the same way that like when joe manchin you know like this week finally he at least sided enough with the democrats to move it forward for the republicans to block it uh but it's just like it's really frustrating that's that they have been so successful in framing the argument as like oh no You're taking away the teeth of the minority party. It's like, uh, the way I see it, and from my vantage point, the minority party somehow has more power because they're able to fucking kill anything they want to without debate. If that's not power, if that's not undue power and unequal power, I invite you to tell me what is. Oh, you're not gonna show up to tell me, fuck.
0: Oh, damn it. You invented this game so you wouldn't have to give a reason or a goddamn excuse. But you know and what the they are. And the dog is
1: mad about it, too.
0: You know what they are giving excuses for, though? Tell me. Is, of course, the uh, <laughs> the idea that uh, critical race theory shouldn't be taught in schools anymore, even though I, I hazard... It's... I hazard the guess that no no actual GOP politician has a fucking clue what criminal race theory is or you know what maybe worse maybe I should figure they know exactly what it is.
1: <laughs> um partially this one this one I don't think they know what it is because th- it has been like incredibly carefully constructed uh, to tell them what it is when that's not it. So like all of these situations that you have across the country where they're like, point, first of all, there is no K-12 through school in the entire United States that is teaching critical race theory. You know why? It's- because it's a fucking legal, political, like... <laughs> It's School an, of thought that is so far above their heads, it would literally fry their brains.
0: Yeah, it is. That's not, why they're not it's, doing it's it. It's not something you, it's not something you teach. You don't take a critical race theory class. It is a theory about how to teach right. and the way you should teach. So it's not something that like students would well, learn not, critical not even race that, theory. It's, it's, with just, it's
1: just a framework for, for assessing something. It Like it's not even, there's no argument oh, made. yeah in the main people that, that founded critical race theory that are even saying, like, oh, this is how teachers should, should teach and address this. No, motherfucker. It is, it, is, it is a paradigm shift in which they are trying to say, here's a different way that you can view this using historical context. That's
0: it. And then other what people d- academically have been like, we can <laughs> use this to change the way we do things. One yes. of the things we could change is teaching. And that is yeah. all... And it's only existed in academia.
1: In, in higher education, right. Right. Because it was so incredibly far removed from the public space and from being some, like, it is so far away from being taught in K through 12 that it required, uh, a member of a conservative think tank to even bring this shit to your and the wider populace's attention. I didn't know what this shit was earlier. Which think tank? Why would I? Which think tank? Uh, the Manhattan. It's not the Manhattan Project. What I think it's the Manhattan Institute. Uh, the Manhattan Institute. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Just want to call it
0: out so we all know not to trust that one. If you see their name attached to anything. To
1: anything, but especially (laughs) if you see the name of. Uh, and I, I love. I want to take back the phrase "enemy of the people." Because like it's just such horseshit that like it it, journalists, journalists are the enemy of the people. No, sir. Christopher Rufo is an enemy of the fucking people. (laughs) Because he's sitting here. That's this guy. Yeah, okay. Like, like, and not only that, like, he is so confident that and he's I mean he is right. Like, make no mistake, he is right, but he is so confident that uh, these far-right people are so stuck in their echo chambers that he can actively say in an interview, yeah, no, like, I I made this up. I just totally, I found this as I was, like, doing some research into some stuff. And, oh, yes, in, in, like, in an interview with the New Yorker, he's like, yeah, I came across this, and I knew it was perfect. Because think about it. It's three phrases, like, conservatives hate. Criticism, <laughs> racial stuff, and theories. Like he just sits there and he lays out just entirely how he built this nothing burger. Right? He's like, you start with the base, and then you like, uh. And so he just
0: openly described, to, openly admitted Yorker, how.
1: Yes, but how because it's the New Yorker, <laughs> no yes, one's gonna read it. <laughs> yes. He just openly admitted how he manufactured an entire mm. culture war out of essentially nothing, and then went on Tucker Carlson and made it blow up. Uh, and now it's on all of our lips. God, he he man. he did it, man! Like he fucking did it. It was successful. Now you have people like in what was it, Loudoun County, Virginia, getting parents getting into physical fist fights with each other during <laughs> school board meetings. Yeah, that happened. Like, oh, one and people, person was arrested. And people say
0: the revolution isn't coming. When parents are getting into... The revolution's already started. Yeah, it, <laughs> you, it's already started when parents are getting into fistfights at PTA meetings. Like, <laughs> about shit and, that does not have to do with their child education at oh, all. Oh, <laughs> not only
1: that, half the time these poor, like, school uh, superintendents and stuff are like, I don't know what you're talking about. And oh, yes, you do. You're, 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 so like uh, Rufo is also the one that is responsible for tying that with like this was never in any of the research. This, this is the part that he purely manufactured um, out of nothing that, that basically instead of, uh, of it being a way to view and analyze history, that what it actually was is like a, a, a Trojan horse for communism. Oh, that's, and so where the,
0: that's where the GOP got that phrase. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like that. That's like, it's, it's this one guy. I mean, yeah. granted, you know, it's a think tank. So he has an enormous amount of money. Powerful money. We're talking yeah. like, and then and then, you know, if you all guys these...
0: don't know what a think tank is, well, one, oh, do boy. your own research. But the gist of it is they basically hire people who are academics or otherwise successful academic ish (laughs) academic ish have been successful in one way or another at selling a book or writing an essay or maybe they appeared on tv yeah
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and it's
1: part of a lot of things
0: yeah like you could be and don't get me wrong you could be a very impressive person who has like three phds and be on a think tank a lot of think tanks have those people but you could Mm -hmm. also be ben shapiro so a think tank (laughs) Some fucking guy. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, take that with a grain of salt. But they pay people, in general, just obscene amounts of money to be Mm -hmm. members of a think tank. Because the whole point of being on a think tank is— To be fellows. Yeah, is to think about an issue— in a very narrow, think about a lot of issues, in a very yeah. narrow way to always yeah. come to effectively the same ideological stance. So yes. every time any think tank says a thing and you hear that on the news, just know that it is a group that is aligned very strictly with some ideology that is pretty narrowly yes. defined. Even if you yes. agree with them, that is like never an unbiased source of information.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like even even with the ones where I tend to agree with them, it's like you're saying you just have to be cognizant of like who is bankrolling them and why, because yeah. oftentimes I would frankly say more often than not, uh, these things are always, always well, again not always, but more <laughs> often than not, they are they are conclusions in search of an argument. So they start with the with what they want right which is to keep people from noticing any sort of racial systemic bias and then they work backwards from there to say how can i can how how (laughs) what sort of mental gymnastics can i go through to speak to a voting base and that's exactly what they've done with critical race theory is that like they found the exact buzzword that, that that just like immediately sets off a firestorm. Then from there, so like once you have these papers, right, I don't personally view them as academic papers in the strictest sense of the word. I guess they are technically peer reviewed. Uh, you know, the peers are
0: really the peers are like the other people in the think tank.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Or the other people that like, and, and across the echo chamber, like you're right, um, but the, the I agree. From there, right from there, you know, you get like you get political organizations and and uh, law firms that that have vested interests in these things to then bankroll efforts to make it look like this came from a grassroots uh, standpoint. Like this, like this, just like some asshole in the middle of Idaho is just like, you know, what I'm concerned about today. Right. My kid, we talk critical race theory. Uh, and then whipping that frenzy up until it looks like there's enough people to actually believe this thing. Uh, and then, you know, you get the conservative media involved and you get them parroting these and remarks. And they
0: start telling Oftentimes, you that. Oftentimes
1: these remarks are sent directly to them from the fucking think tanks. <laughs> God. You know, I'll let you decide how much of journalism that is. Uh, And then it just creates a vicious cycle that leads to parents slugging it out on the floor of a (laughs) of a fucking school board meeting. I mean, it's like what, and I mean, of course, like what they're claiming is like over the last year since we were in lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. And we were in. There were parents like listening in on like what their kids were being taught. Like, there's one, there's one example. From like Kenosha where yeah, that Kenosha, where like at a certain point the oh, teacher boy. was like, The kids are asking me what's going on. I'm gonna tell them what's going on. And I mean like it 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 wasn't I mean, in like any I sort feel of like way that's a that good was
0: thing to do as a teacher.
1: Well, yeah. Think. You would fucking think that it would be good for an educator oh, no. to educate the students. It, on... But
0: with, to them, what was going on was was not well, an understanding of yeah. actual critical race theory.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, they were no. like, what's happening here is that they're actually pushing socialism. It's like, no, motherfucker. <sighs> like what, what they're doing is that their kids are scared they and they're looking for answers. And they're saying, what's happening? And you assholes, the parents are saying, nothing's happening, the world isn't on fire, go back to bed. And that's not comforting because, believe it or not, kids are fucking smart and they can see through your bullshit. So they're going to seek answers elsewhere.
0: Yeah, an eight-year-old knows how you lie.
1: (laughs) Don't act like it's the educator's fault for answering the questions that you refuse to even address that you refuse to even have a dialogue on because as we all know, Republicans hate debates.
0: Ah, that was a, that was
1: a, that
0: was a really yeah. nice way to end it. I don't even, I think, I think we covered most of it and that was a beautiful little ending. So I'm gonna say maybe let's go on to some music. Cute, what a cute little ditty jam. One of one of the ones you've heard before, but not the one you heard last time. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, it's it's bad content, nigh unwatchable time. Bad content is back. Fifty minutes into the ice. recording. Honestly, Harrison and I are like, we're slowly figuring out the flow of this show, but. Yeah. Not taking a break between news and bad content, I still think, is one of the best decisions we've made. F- That's a big for one. you guys, there's a little musical break, but we used to take a break where we, like, stopped for 10 minutes. <laughs> and
1: got, like, drunk or something, and then came back and I'm like, oh, hey, we don't want to do this anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'd be there. like, oh, I probably shouldn't have, like, opened a new beer for the last 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> um, well, I I didn't.
0: I am going to go buy beer after this show. Ooh, beautiful. He's drinking a little wine. That's a
1: vintage this? 2017. Wow, who
0: is this adult? Who is this man?
1: This is the man that's raiding his parents' <laughs> pantry-wise <laughs> while he's looking after their dog. Kakigure is back,
0: baby! This was by far, I think... The rapiest th- episode I think this yet. is two episodes away from where to where I'll be caught up and then everything will be new for me too. But oh, I hey. had honestly totally forgotten about this episode and it just blew this my mind. This episode's
1: rough, man. This episode <laughs> is rough as hell.
0: Oh boy. Um. So if you remember from our last Kakiguri viewing, the way episode three <sighs> ends, because this week we're on episode four, is that it's revealed that um uh y- 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 Yuki... Um, oh, I'm so close. Um, yuki go it's almost it isn't it? them right you, oh man we do this every time we're bad no no <laughs> I, I have the internet uh yuriko you
1: you yumiko no, yumiko yumiko hey. yumiko and mary i love so how the other what, one's just fucking mary just
0: mary so yumiko got and mary both got their life plans delivered to them from the student council we don't know what they are but we find out Mm -hmm. in episode four it's basically this like blackmail debt scheme from this crazy student council where basically their idea is you don't have to pay us back but if you don't then we control everything that happens to you for the rest of your life or you pay us back. (laughs) including
1: but not limited to like uh what arranged marriages, yeah, who
0: you marry, your career, uh, career
1: paths, <laughs> all uh, of it, how many children you're gonna have. Um, very, very,
0: I think, I think, very I think silly, we... but in a fun way, honestly. yeah,
1: yeah, not in like a Chinese Communist Party way, uh, more, more like, dude, I can never go to China, <laughs>
0: like, yeah, you, know, you like have be... made that impossible for yourself,
1: <laughs> yes. And it is definitely, and, and 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 I'm important enough for them to take notice and <laughs> to be like, wait a minute. I mean, actually, yeah. This you guy could... is causing a stir.
0: You guys, getting, you could
1: totally. He's to turning jail. Chile against us.
0: Not Chile. <laughs> Though yes, I wouldn't Chile. want Chile against. Rise me.
1: up against,
0: against <laughs> the Chinese Communist Party, Chile.
1: Uh. Uh, the uh uh, uh it, it it here. yeah but this one this one got like really 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 dark uh sexually um yeah
0: oh my god so yeah so they get these life plans they get they've learned that deal and then Yumiko's yeah. like outside somewhere and then do you want to take this or should i cuz it gets <sighs> creepy I guess, in a hurry
1: man. yeah uh one of one of like the the like I guess he's a jock kind of.
0: Yeah, I don't um, think he's a character he's one of we the we've rich seen kids. before. No, we seen... He
1: was, no, he was introduced in this one. But okay. like, I mean,
0: he's, he's just like a, a, a jock, jock rich type.
1: kid. Yeah, like douchebag. And then like, he goes up to Yumiko and is like, hey, follow me into this alley, uh, which she does. And then he like puts a chair down and like him and like a group of dudes are... he's got some
0: goons with him.
1: Malfoy he's he's fucking Draco Malfoy all right that's the best that's the best like point of reference for this like he's, he's got two Malfoy. little goons two little enforcers and, and Yumiko is like a sexy Harry Potter and 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely not Hermione
0: Harry Potter
1: because everybody well, if knows we're using Malfoy the Malfoy just Malfoy. wants to fuck Harry Potter
0: <laughs> I mean honestly uh, though kind of probably
1: yeah um Hey JK Rowling is writing it. Um Oh hey. she doesn't understand sexuality. Anyway, uh the so like he gets her in this corner and he's like, All right, strip. And she like starts doing it and then is like down to like I guess her shirt and then she's I don't know, she says like, I don't get naked around people I don't trust or respect or something. Uh and of course like little little uh uh what is it, Ryota, is that his Ryota, name? Ryota, yeah, yeah. Uh, is in the background. Rio. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I'm just gonna like let this happen, I guess. Uh, but then he tries something, and the goons pushing down, and then like Malfoy just like very violently like grabs Yumiko by the neck and like pushes her up against the wall. There's a they don't <clears throat> emphasize it, but also there's like a weird shot where Yumiko is like smiling about it. Yeah, like um, you
0: kind of think it looks. It's very scary in the sense that like this is like very intense sexual assault being portrayed so far and physical assault. And, and, and she's, but like, I don't know. There's a part of like, if, if you've been with us kind of viewing with your ears or viewing in in real life, then you know you that she's got, ears. yeah, she's got her red eye thing when she's gambling, and she's kind of figured out how the other players are cheating, or she's figured out how she's gonna win, and she gets like, and that spooky. gets her hot, yeah. yeah, and she gets like the her eyes turn red, and she like smiles, and she does the scary mouth thing this show loves. So yeah. she's starting to do that. She hasn't gotten to the scary mouth progression, but we're like, oh, where's this gonna go? But before it has a chance. For there to be some like she's got the upper hand reveal, Mm -hmm. then a one of the student council members who we've only seen but have not actually talked to yet walks past them and she's got like a metal patch basically on one eye and like a very villainous. She's got she looks like a cyborg, but it's not like she's not mechanical in any way. She's just got like parts of her are made of metal and that's it. That's like the, it's not a mechanil, mechanical thing, but mechanical? Um, mechanical thing. Well, I know how to say, talk words. <laughs> um. <laughs> I
1: like mechanical, like a portmanteau of uh, maniacal and mechanical.
0: That's mechanical. totally what it was.
1: <laughs> well, I'm stealing it. I'm writing it down.
0: But, but yeah, so she walks by and then she's like coming over, like basically like, Not with even a save the day attitude, but like uh, I'm going to stop this with the power of gambling. Not because I want to stop this, but because here's an opportunity to gamble because everyone at this school is insane right and also
1: all the female characters like get off on it for some reason
0: yeah in like a really inappropriate way so she like just
1: danger in general like that's one of the things that i think this episode kind of took a step further is that it's not just gambling that gets yumiko hot apparently it's just being in danger
0: well this student council member it's definitely danger because she pulls out a gun in this scenario and literally points it at the dude and is like let's like basically let's play Russian roulette. I think they might call right. it something else, but right. like, let's play it for like, whether or not you get to fuck me instead, basically like right. she like offers herself up, which she like seems to like be about the whole thing is like very uncomfortable. Well, and not and Okay. And she
1: goes first
0: <laughs> and she goes like, first. That's the scariest yeah. part. She yeah, like, she Russian like herself. <laughs> it
1: and then is like, great, your turn. <laughs> and then uh, they all
0: run away or whatever. And then like yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, but they're like
1: tough about it. they're like, Oh, you're weird. Who would want to fuck you?
0: Right? And then and then yeah, they, they, they like go away and then Yumiko I don't even know. Do we go to the bathroom with the student council member or do we go to Yumiko and Ryota first? No,
1: we go to the bathroom where the student council member is like dildoing herself with the gun. She's um, like playing
0: Russian roulette all by herself, basically. Yeah. And getting like a yeah. crazy high out of it. It's uh, right. an orgasmic and, and,
1: high, and, and, and or right, and orgasms when like she pulls the trigger. Um, this, this show, god, is this insane. fucking show, dude.
0: <laughs> it's like crazy because I, I, I realize it's insane when I'm watching it because I watch it with my mouth open the entire time
1: the entire time
0: but i i think it takes us talking about it on this podcast and actually describing it out loud (laughs) to
1: unpack how (laughs) insane it is
0: and then i'm just like i can't believe this exists like because somebody else to pitch this show had to describe it out loud (laughs) yeah yeah and it worked apparently god
1: well and also like (laughs) it went like i mean because you know there there is Plenty of like very strange, overly sexualized and sexually charged manga and anime out there. It's oh, yeah. I mean, B stars
0: is like that's the difference, though. Something like B stars is way less creepy and terrifying than absolutely
1: because there's still like a, a level of like uh mutual understanding between the sexual partners. This is this just like constantly wades into not only underage sex, but sometimes coerced and even forced. And on Uh, the whole design uh, of the show is,
0: I think part of, and I guess I haven't thought about it until you just kind of said that, but the show, because it is centered around gambling, everything else is an exchange. Like everything in the show is exchange-based, Yeah. except for the only thing that isn't actually are the Ryota... Yumiko, re like interactions, and even right. those are sometimes exchange based because sometimes he'll just like give her money, or she gave him money, and then he gave her money, and like yeah. just giving money back and forth, which like is the least exchangey of any interaction on the show. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> and I guess I guess to the show's credit, that that is a good point. I do think that that we do have to give it some credit for the fact that like it is the villains acting in this way. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not like there are heroic characters that are doing this stuff. So maybe there's some sort of argument to be made that, like, yes, you're supposed to recognize this is a bad system and you're supposed to want to smash it, uh, which I, you know, I have done, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. I, I,
0: but I, also I, there's like the um, slow-mo train wreck part of this that's like how the show exists is like every time the episode starts i am just so appalled and i can't look away like i just have to i don't even skip the intro like oh you
1: can't skip the intro you You cannot this is this is a kimmy schmidt for a a situation this is (laughs) this this is part of the experience is just watching them like Uh... kiss each other's feet and like ride (laughs) fishes and climb on um, dinner, dinner tables or yeah I dude I don't know what the show is I, I, I and every time that I try to make sense of it immediately my brain is like I mean it still doesn't make sense
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't at all yeah. so hold on can you remind me because I actually since we like didn't watch this last week but two weeks ago Gad, oh, um, yeah, he forgot. Yeah, what happens after this <laughs> in the show?
1: So they set up they set up a new game. It's a type of poker that involves that's um, right, like putting a card on your forehead that you can't. It's see. Indian
0: poker. I know an offensive name for yeah. it, but that is yeah. that is the name I know it by. They don't
1: call it that in the show. Fortunately, they at least have the wherewithal to not do that. But well, or fuck it, maybe they do. I think they I actually do call it title. that. Oh, damn it. Well, um, <laughs> or at least yeah, they
0: describe it, it using that they're like, it's a take yeah. on this.
1: Oh, I think you're right. I think they do say that. But anyway, the, um, it, they, 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 and this is frustrating because the episode like cuts out, um, in the middle of the game, So like the game is between like Mary or, or Mary and, um, Yumiko, Yumiko are kind of on a team. Malfoy and some random chick are also on a team. It's kind Uh, of like bridge
0: meets Indian poker.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot. So yes, that's why they paired Mary and Yumiko together uh, with the hopes that they wouldn't work together, Uh, which again, I do like how clever this game is in its like manipulation of the games. Um, Like for instance, Yumiko knows that Mary doesn't want to play nice, so she she assumes that and uses that to her advantage yeah. to like find out how Mary and when Mary is lying, uh to use that against them. Yeah, if but you then like, like in card the,
0: games, you should watch this show because that is fifty yeah. percent of the show and that part is Man, very you, good. You yeah, just have to be like, able to withstand the other fifty percent.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you like if you like any kind of uh chance based games that are also largely skill influenced, um this, this, this comes up with a bunch of games. that's like, that's really fucking clever. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Like that's, not only did you think about how this game operates, you thought about like the coolest way to essentially get like a royal flush type thing. Um, Yeah. But then it, but the, the thing that I'm frustrated about, and I absolutely know I'm not going to be able to remember into the next episode is that it ends on a cliffhanger in that game, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to remember the circumstances of that match. Like, oh, you're going to come right back and you're going to be like, "This is how it ended." It's like, I fucking guess I don't I, remember how this was going.
0: Yeah, I hope that previously on is good. <laughs> yeah, I well, 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 that we, was uh, so. Anyway, it ends and 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 so and so does this podcast because all things. Yeah,
1: end. but should we? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, do you want to? do you first of all do you have anything lined up for bad content next week and if not do you want to do a poll to, oh uh, i
0: mean i yeah, do not i would love to do we do this look out for our twitter poll it may go up before this episode does but <laughs> look out for our twitter poll on the added It Is nigh pod account on twitter because uh because that's where we'll we'll do it but i don't know what do you what do you think what should our three options be for bad content poll
1: um screw let's articles do, who needs them? let's yeah let's stick let's stick with our with our ongoings let's do let's do bible man bible man uh super <laughs> do we have any other like ongoings i think those are the main three
0: I think those are the main three. Should we add a new potential ongoing to the list? Are there any yeah. shows that are like really bad you've heard we'll about? Do,
1: yeah, we'll do an other category and then you can comment letting us know.
0: Oh yeah, we'll just put, yeah, other, or or let's just say choose from the Twitter replies. And then if no one replies, then I guess we'll just have to choose
1: something. <laughs> so in other words, we'll just have to choose, but we'll see you there. <laughs> Oh, wait, no. He's at uh, Chris Wyden. He's at uh, Harry Stew. Yay. All cute.
0: Right. That was cute. <laughs> Bye. Bye.